Now there's a lot of dates there, and I am not, there'll be plenty of time to have more surprises to take you through everything, but you might want to know how Phase 6 ends. And there are two films that bring Phase 6 to a close. Everybody, what's happening? How's everybody doing today? Welcome to Film Junkie Live on your Tuesday, August 2nd. Hi. <laughs> oh man, how's everybody doing? We good? We good? How, you know, did things happen today? I don't know. Seems like there's a lot of people here kind of want to talk about some shit. What's going on? Make sure you smash that like, thumbs up. Make sure you uh, subscribe to the channel, hit that notification bell so you know when I'm doing this shiza. If you want to join Film Junkie, hit the join button, become a member. We do uh, members-only streams, post-show streams, usually on Wednesday. I don't know. Should we do one today? Possibly. There's a possibility that might happen. We'll see how I feel towards the end of this stream right now. And, of course, we've got all the sock meds and the Patreon. Everything is down there. What is happening, everybody? Who is out there? God, you guys are talking up a storm. Oh, look at that. We know what that is. Yeah, second Warner Brothers. Yeah, that's right. Hey, we got Jonathan right now. This is a very interesting news. Yes, it sure is. Um, let's see. Ray just tweeted. Ray just tweeted. I didn't even see that. So we'll have to look and see what Ray tweeted. Uh, Hamato's apology. So, yeah, I have not seen the Ray. If Ray Fisher tweeted, I did not see it yet. So we'll see what happens when it comes to that two-hour stream. I don't know. We probably won't go that. Hey, what's going on, Steph? Nighthawk, how's it going? Bye-bye, Snyderverse. Get him! Get him! It's Lex Luthor right there, guys. He's saying bye-bye, Snyderverse. How dare he? <laughs> Mr. Uh, Venom, good to see ya. So how's everybody? Yeah, how's everybody doing? Good? Should be a fun show. Definitely a fun show. What's going on? Selena, you know, Stephanie, not Selena, Stephanie. Slow news day, possibly, right? My God. Hello there. That's right. Good to see you. All right, what we got here? Alakazoo, what's going on? Did something happen today? Possibly. I don't know. And so it begins. Hey, we got Nicotina here, too. We got Chrissy. Hey, let's continue the music right here. There's a lot of uh, a lot of you right here i gotta get to so let's continue what's going on there andre we got clue we got mr anthony always good to see you uh nile i want to say if i'm saying that right hopefully good to see you we got amelia amelia channel hi we got selena we got yendor huh, blue beetle gone next hmm We'll talk about that. What's going on, Jose? So it didn't have me becoming worse than Sony. <laughs> oh, man. Talk about interesting. Yes. What the hell's going on? Yeah. What the hell is going on? Restore the freaking Schumacher-verse. I like it. I kind of like that. I, I, I at least want to see the Schumacher cut. We don't need the universe, but the Schumacher cut. That's right. We got Marvel Minair here. Necessary sacrifices. Wow. This guy's talking. Okay, I, mean, I don't know about necessary sacrifices. Hmm. 
Uh, we'll talk about that. Uh, do more my magazines. There you go. And we got Cat right here. Good to see you, Cat. All right. We got Andrew right here. Crazy day, even though I've never been a fan of Keaton's Batman movies. How dare you, sir? Oh, we'll talk about all this stuff. What's up, darling? He's not playing Death of the Hamadaverse. Man, death to uh, some people's hard work and uh, careers, too, by the way, right? Um, anyways, yeah. So we got all that. And, uh, yeah, crazy day. Let's see who else we got here. Jacob. Here for the David. Yeah, you know what? It's funny. I had that. I mean, that was planned for today for sure. We got Zed here, too, of course. Hey, Hellenic. Hellenic boy, what is happening? All right. Ray is here. All right. Do what she says. Uh, smash that like thumbs up. That's good. We got Rosemary doing well. Yes, hopefully you're doing well as well. Craig, what's happening? All right. Anybody else? Mo, we got Legend. All right. Lane's also here too. We got Shane. Mr. Sly, slow news day, huh? Yeah, that joke never gets old. Hey. Um, <laughs> all right. We also got Eric also as well. Big issue with Batgirl was so Keaton. Uh, yeah. We'll talk about all this stuff, of course. All right, that's pretty much. Hey, we got James. All right, anyways, we're good. We're good with all that. Thank you guys for showing up. Of course, yes, crazy, crazy, crazy. What's uh, happened today, of course, that we're talking about. I originally had a whole other main topic planned, but that's going to be pushed to tomorrow unless something happens where we hear about David Zaslav, like, you know, kicking a dog or something like that. Uh, new kind of chop chop. That's right there, Justin. Good to see you. Thank you for the uh, two dollar super chat. Super chats are welcome. You know, helps out the pirate ship. I appreciate it. So, anyway, so yeah, I mean, talk about craziness. And then it just so happens I was saving the whole variety interview with Michael Keaton returning as Batman for today, and I was like, well, I'm just gonna talk about it today, <laughs> even though like possibly one of the movies that he returns as Batman uh, got the uh, got the uh, got the axe. But, hey, there's still another one that, uh, of course, we'll talk about. And then, yeah, David F. Sandberg. And then a random topic when it came to Miss Marvel in X-Men. So let's talk about all that. And, uh, yeah, guys, this was pretty crazy when this all happened, I tell you. Um, it, was, it was just kind of one of those, wait a minute. I mean, because first off, it was the, the New York Post that posted it. And it was like, do we believe that? And I went, eh. It was all kind of crazy. And then, of course, I had everybody and their mom, like, send it to me, which I appreciate that, guys. No, no, nothing against that. But it's just, man, when I'm going, let me hold, hold on, let me look into this first. It's all just like, boom, boom, tags and DMs and all this stuff. And it's like, it, it gets pretty crazy. But, you know, I don't mind it. I don't mind it. You can keep continuing doing that. It's fine. But it's just like, it's crazy when this stuff kind of happens. And you just kind of go like, what is going on? So, but, yeah, we're going to talk about that. Uh, well, I have some theories and, uh, we'll see what happens. We'll see some, uh, and then of course I'm going to make fun of all the, the really bad hot takes on the Twitter timeline when it came to this stuff. My God, there's some really bad takes on there, man. I tell you. And it's like, have we not learned anything? Have we not? I don't know. Uh, but we'll, uh, we'll get into all that, but let's first get to the tweets. Let's get to these tweets right here. All right, let's see. We're good, we're good, we're good. All right, um, that's on. All right, we're good. All right, starting off, I can't wait to see this movie. I'm seeing it Thursday, and uh, I know there's been some interesting things. Over 200 people on the live chat. Come on, people, let's reach uh, 100 lights. Yes, thank you, uh, Ben, for the $10 super chat. Appreciate it. And uh, what he said. 
But uh, first off, let's hear about, you know, this is kind of cool because uh, Brad Pitt, of course, is uh, starring in um, the Bullet Tra- in Bullet Train, which I'm looking forward to seeing. And it's directed by uh, David Leitch, who uh, was his one of his stunt doubles in Fight Club. So that's what he said on the red carpet last that's right. night. He was my stunt double on Fight Club we met, he, and he trained me for those fights. And in, in a way, you know, he's helping me develop the character. And then, now... He's a director with his own voice and own vernacular, and I'm serving him. He's the boss. So there was a, like a, a beautiful symmetry for two old friends. That's pretty cool. Beautiful symmetry for two old friends. Gotta love that. Ah, it's not an S in my world. It means hope. Look at this little statue right here of Superman. Pretty awesome stuff. I like it. Oh, do we need Superman right now? And then we have right here Toby's art, Max. But uh, look at this. Look at this poster right here from Stranger Things. It's got all the lyrics from that song, that, that, that iconic song, Running Up the Hill, right there. That's pretty cool. Love that art. Love that kind of art. And then you got more art right here. Look at this. Remember yesterday we found out that Samantha Wynn and Ray Fisher are an item? So somebody, of course, put um, turned him into a cyborg, turned her into an Amazonia, uh, Amazonian warrior because we all know that she was badass in Zack Snyder's Justice League. Uh-huh, uh-huh, pretty good stuff. And Oscar Isaac is us. That's right, that's right. Oscar Isaac is us right here. Wanting to kiss Denain Rulinyev, you know, Mr. Denny right here. Of course, we want to kiss him like that, you know, of course, of all the great movies that he's given us. And then this is pretty crazy because I just, over the past week, and I watched Signs and not realizing that the 20th anniversary is today. So Signs came out 20 years ago. Today, that's right. First time, yeah. This day in 20, 2002, Signs came out, and I love this movie. And uh, screw everybody who tries to push back against it. I know <laughs> the aliens, though. Shut up. You could kind of open up your brain a little bit. Don't just like uh, shit on it. You can open up your brain just a little bit about it. Anyway, so, but uh, yeah, Signs came out in 2002, 20 years ago today. Isn't that crazy? It was a sign. It was a sign that I watched it over the weekend after watching Notebook. It was like, yeah, that's pretty crazy pretty crazy to think about right anyways all right so we continue on and i know this is going to make some people mad right here but james gunn confirmed today that peacemaker's place in the wider dc extended universe peacemaker is still and will continue to be in the dcu that's right who's that gonna anybody i know there's some people out there that do not like to hear that for sure but at the same time james are you trying to like keep your 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 time here at dc are you nervous are you nervous that your shit might get canceled? <laughs> I mean, I'm kind of wondering a little bit when it when it comes to this quote. Uh, I'm not saying that, you know, I enjoyed Peacemaker, you know, and I was eh about the Suicide Squad. It's got enjoyable moments. But I'm kind of wondering, like, this came out today with this quote right here. It's like, yes, yes, Peacemaker very much in the DCU and will continue to be. Will it, James? Or are you getting a little nervous? Huh? Is uh, the reason why you have that white hair is because you're getting a little nervous? I don't know. Might be. Who knows? I'm just saying. Uh, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Like I said, I mean, supposedly uh, Peacemaker was uh, was a hit. It was, uh, I guess, enough of a hit to warrant a season two, which I am looking forward to. But, man, with this new regime, you just never know. So, hey, it's okay. James Gunn, we'll, we'll see what happens. Hopefully you'll be okay. But uh, put that statement out there, my friend. 
And then uh, this happened today. This movie has been in fucking uh, development hell. The remake or the reboot, or I guess you could say remake. Not really a reboot. I don't think it's going to be a franchise, but the remake for Roadhouse. That's right, Roadhouse. It's going to be starring Jake Gyllenhaal. And uh, speaking of Suicide Squad, what's her name? Miss Daniela, who uh, apparently is going to, uh, you know, it's actually going to happen over on Amazon. I remember uh, Ronda Rousey, they were going to do like a, a gender swap roundhouse or roundhouse roadhouse she does roundhouse kicks and obviously patrick swayze did too in the original one so um yeah this was like in development hell for a little bit and now it's finally happening i mean do we need it i don't know but i just remember hearing about this for years for years they kept on talking about doing a uh, roadhouse remake but apparently it's gonna finally happen over on amazon seems like amazon has their shit together right so hey you know what looking forward to that all i gotta i mean I hope Jake Gyllenhaal has been practicing his roundhouse kicks because that's, you know, Patrick Swayze was pretty, he was popular for his roundhouse kicks, all right? So hopefully uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, maybe Jake Gyllenhaal won't do roundhouse kicks, he'll do like a special punch or something like that. But uh, good on uh, Screen Rant for uh, posting his Southpaw image of himself where he was all jacked. So good on it. All right. And then uh, let's see. We got uh, the Haunted Mansion that's coming out from Disney. Apparently, Jared Leto and Jamie Lee Curtis have roles in there. Leto is reportedly playing Hatbox Ghost, while Curtis has been cast as Madame Liotta. Liotta? Liotta. Liotta? Okay. So it's going to be a star-studded cast. There you go. And then congratulations to the Daniels. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Apparently, that made much of an impact because they just signed a five-year pact with Universal. So looking forward to more content, more films, I should say, from the, uh, from the Daniels. And then speaking of James uh, Gunn again, he talked about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. This is a much bigger movie than the other two movies, and it's a much more emotional movie than the other two movies, and it's a longer movie than the other two movies. It's bigger in every way. I'm looking forward to it because this will be the last one with, when it comes to Guardians of the Galaxy. At least, who knows what's going to happen in the future. I really like the logo. I expressed that a lot talking about it during the Comic-Con panel over uh, the Comic-Con weekend. But, uh, yeah, I mean, hey, bring it on. The Guardians of the Galaxy movies. I mean, the first one's better than the second one, but the second one still had some good uh, moments. Definitely some good moments in there. So, uh, looking forward to it. Definitely looking forward to it. And then right here, we got, uh, you know, look at that. Some of the volume, some of the LED stuff, technology happening, utilization for Dune Part 2, possibly something right there. That's pretty cool. Greg Frazier posting that shit. And then look at this. You know, we got Prey coming out this week, right? But we got an alien uh, FX fear, uh, series that's going to be happening. So we have Disgusting Film, just like posted this right here, saying Noah Howley has delivered all of the scripts scripts for his alien series for FX, which began filming in 2023. Don't know what it's going to be about. I still want to see what Tony Scott was uh, building up to when it came to Prometheus and, uh, and, uh, and then, of course, Alien Covenant. Um, I mean, I guess he's going to be involved somewhat in this, so we'll see. Let's reinvigorate these, uh, these, these franchises, right? And then this was my first tweet when it came to, uh, the whole Batgirl stuff. And then that was my second tweet. <laughs> and then they even canceled, Warner Brothers even shelved the animated feature Scoob Holiday Haunt. That's right. They were going to do like, uh, another Scoob movie, uh, prequel, I guess, from the, the Scoob movie that they released. They shelved it. 
They ain't fucking around, right? More shelved, more shelved content. Oh, man. Yeah, we'll talk about that. And then, yeah, there's that. And then listen to Ray Porter, folks. It's chaos. Be kind. The quote right here from Michelle McNamara. I can't even say her name right. Jesus Christ. You know how bad I am with things. But yes, listen to what Ray Porter's saying. It's chaos. Be kind. We all got to be kind for sure. Yes. And and then, yes, guys, this all happened on National Boob Day. Did you guys know it was National Boob Day? It's National Boob Day. We should be talking about boobies. But now they decided we're going to, you know, cancel uh, Batgirl on National Boob Day. Did Zaslav know this? I mean, the I mean, hey, what the hell on National frickin' Boob Day? What are we talking about? And the fact that Sony released Morbius, <laughs> right? My God. So. Uh, yeah, apparently it's National Boob Day, so there you go. So there's all that, and um, all right, so let's get to the main topic here, of course, on hand. Try to get through the tweets quicker as quickly as possible. American Pie has, uh, has teats, what? All right, so uh, first off, I want to see what Ray Fisher just had to say. Uh, you said that, you guys said that Ray posted, or was it, are you talking about Ray Porter? Okay, here we go. All right. He said, uh, Walter Hamada owes an apology to the participants of the Justice League investigation. So that's all he posted. All right. I was wondering if it had anything to do with this. I think Ray Fisher knows that Walter Hamada, because obviously there's no been no mention of Walter Hamada. When was the last time that he got mentioned? Oh, yeah. It was during the Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial when he had to like kind of go in there and uh, the corn guys hear the corn. And if you guys hear the uh, the, the horn, I apologize. He usually shows up on the weekends. Why does he show up on a freaking Tuesday? Send me a piece of that corn for later. Um, yeah, he sells corn and stuff like that. He pushes a little cart, and then he constantly does his horn. And I'm glad that he's doing it right now at, uh, at 624 on a Tuesday. Jesus Christ, man. Anyways, that's not going to be distracting for me. Um, <laughs> my God. If it's not the plumber, it's the corn guy that comes rolling around my apartment complex. Anyways, still good corn. You know, they put all that stuff on it, the chili powder and everything like that. If you haven't had it, do yourself a favor. Anyways, back to the subject at hand. So, uh, yeah. So when uh, the New York Post broke the news about uh, about Batgirl being canceled, being full on canceled, which just sounds crazy, sounds ridiculous. Like, what what the fuck? Like, full on shelled? Isn't it in post-production? What is happening here? Um, and to me, I was like, all right, I'm not going to even tweet that because it's just kind of funny how, you know, there's been many times where the New York Post posts some ridiculous shit. I mean, I think one of the, when it comes to movies, one of the, it was like a, like a, what, a couple few weeks ago when they actually said that, that Johnny Depp was offered $301 million from Disney to return to, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. But it's just kind of funny when it comes to, when it, when it's within your, when it's within your fandom or you're against movies, guess what? You don't care what the publication is. You'll shit on the New York post, uh, 99.9% of the time. But if they post something that you want to happen, guess what? You're going to retweet it or you're going to be like, what? And you're going to retweet it. I just kind of found that funny. I'm like, a lot of people would actually find a lot of things that the New York Post has posted in the past. But then at the same time, they've been correct with other things at times, too. That's what's funny. So but I just found it funny people's reaction to that post. And I'm like, whoa, 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 let's wait a minute here. And then, of course, I got tagged. I got it sent to me. And I'm like, all right, can it come from somewhere other than the New York Post? And then it came from the rap. The rap was the next one to uh, drop the story as well. And then I went, okay. 
Can it come from somewhere else? Third time's a freaking charm, man. I don't need it to come from the New York Post or the rap. It needs to come from somewhere else. Please, please let it come from somewhere else. And then it finally started making the rounds. Deadline, Variety, THR. And it's like, all right. Then it started going everywhere. And I went, okay, now is when we could talk about this because those, the first two, I just couldn't do. You know, I just couldn't do that. I had to wait a little bit. I had to wait a little bit. But uh, here's the uh, the deadline article right here. Uh, Warner Brothers shelves Batgirl with no plans to release theatrically or on HBO Max. Even though Batgirl's in the final stages of post-production, Deadline has confirmed that Warner Brothers and DC Films will not be releasing the the movie on any platform, including theatrically. This falls in line with a mandate put down by the new WB regime to cut back on the feature films premiering on the streamer and deciding which films will be released theatrically and which will be shelved and sources close to the project say word came down this week that Batgirl did not make the cut. Warner Brothers had no comment. The film stars, um, of course, all that and blah, 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 blah. And then we have Variety right here that posted this. Why Warner Brothers killed Batgirl inside the decision not to release the DC movie. The death of Batgirl. Wow, that is haunting and uh, interesting. On Tuesday, sent immediate shockwaves through Hollywood. The film, with a $75 million budget that grew to $90 million. And uh, thank you to whoever that is that just uh, sent that. Or was that a subscription? Probably. There you go. Subscriber. Thank you. Um, I can't remember the the different uh, notifications. Anyways, due to COVID related overages, had finished shooting months ago and was uh, in test screenings as directors uh, DLRB and uh, Bilal Falal. Um, apologize if I said their names wrong. Of course, you did Bad Boys for Life and Miss Marvel. Worked through the post-production process. Star Leslie Grace had been uh, given multiple interviews expressing her enthusiasm for landing the title role and working with co-stars Michael Keaton and J.K. Simmons. And then, of course, Brandon Fraser is there. My God. In other words, you know, nearly finished and already building. Okay, whatever. Several sources note that Batgirl was uh, made under a different regime and Warner Brothers headed by Jason Kylar and Ann Sarnoff and with a plan that was singular, uh, uh, a single, you know, a focus. It was single, single, literally <laughs> focused. Sorry, I choke on my uh, words sometimes. Uh, building its streaming service, HBO Max. The effort included Kylar's infamous decision to release the studio's entire 2001 blah 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 we already know this even uh before david zaslav took the reins of the newly formed warner brothers discovery as ceo this spring the exec went on a well-publicized listening tour designed to repair the company's relationship with the creative community of course it talks about all that batgirl found itself on the bad end of a decision apparently neither big enough to feel worthy of a major theatrical release nor small enough to be uh to um to make a uh, to make sense on an uh on an increasingly cutthroat streaming landscape spending the money to expand the scope of Batgirl for theaters, plus the $30 million to $50 million needed to market it domestically and the tens of millions more needed for a global rollout, could have nearly doubled spending on the film. And insiders say that was a uh, that was a non-starter at the, com- uh, at the company newly focused on belt tightening and 
the bottom line. So, of course, talking about David Zaslav not wanting to crack open that wallet, but my God, at least get something out of it, right? Releasing the movie on HBO Max would seem to be the most obvious solution. Instead, the company has shelved Batgirl along with the Scoob sequel. Oh, it's a sequel, not a prequel. And several sources say it will almost certainly take a tax write-down on both films, seen internally as the most financially sound way to recoup the, uh, the cost, at least on the uh, accountant's ledger. It could justify that by chalking it up to a post-merger change of strategy, right? Strategy. Uh, doing, uh, doing so, however, would mean that Warner Brothers cannot monetize either movie nor HBO Max debut, no sale to another studio. So that means basically that if they do this and do this tax write-down, that means this movie will never get released. It could never get released. But um, it's all very interesting because why are you going to fucking do this? Because, all right, well, let's first look at it like this. Look at the, the online outrage when it comes to all this. Look at all the tweets. Look at all everything. And... Um, Look at how everybody's responding right now. Obviously, it's all over the place. It's trending on social media. Everybody's like, what the fuck is happening? We're all talking about it. There's going to be streams galore and videos galore when it comes to all this. What does it mean? What? It, why are they doing this? Why would they actually cancel a movie that is almost complete? We are probably going to see a trailer soon. What is all happening when it came to this? Now, like, obviously, when you, when you look at Variety's article, when they talk about that, you know, the business aspect of it all. Does it kind of make sense when it comes to, all right, we have the initial budget that is $90 million, which, by the way, is what David Zaslav wants to make future movies, future movies that are even DC movies. He wants to keep them around $90 million. He wants to keep it right there. But that, does that mean production budget, marketing? All, I mean, what does that mean, marketing and, and global marketing? I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, who knows what that guy wants when it comes to all this. So it kind of does make sense because maybe like when they when it came to test screenings um from what i gathered they were mainly positive but then of course i'm seeing people that are talking about that it didn't look that great um the the way that it was shot felt like a tv show and even uh, the fact that keaton was back didn't really make much of an impact as they i guess wanted i don't know i guess that's what people were talking about from uh talking to people who saw these test screenings maybe they looked at it like that and went well shit um this is going to be just nothing. And not to mention, you got to feel bad because Batgirl was supposed to fit in between these big theatrical releases. It was supposed to fit in at the end of this year uh, where Aquaman 2 was going to be coming out. The Flash was supposed to be coming out in November, which explained why Michael Keaton's Batman was going to be the Batman in Batgirl and why there is him and J.K. Simmons from the Snyderverse, his Gordon, why that was all going to be the case. It was going to explain that, which was like, OK, that, you know, cool. We we're going to get that. But then, of course, things got messed up. And now the Flash is not coming out till July or June, whatever the fuck, June or July. And then, of course, Aquaman's coming out in March. And Batgirl, we had no idea when Batgirl was going to be showing up. Not to mention it takes place during Christmas. So maybe they were just looking at all these aspects and went, Jesus Christ, this is just a, this is just a shit sandwich. And, that, and then I saw, you know, and then people that are saying like, well, you know, Zaslav can easily do it. He can easily cancel this and just throw it on the shelf because, um, you know, obviously he didn't green light this. The regime didn't green light this. But... What's the backlash going to look like? 
What's the backlash going to look like when it comes to Warner Brothers Discovery? It's already out there. The narrative's already out there. I mean, it's 2022, guys. It's 20-freaking-22. You are canceling a movie that has a girl, a woman of color, that is bad girl, not to mention there's some uh, other stuff within it. Her friend is LGBTQRSTV, you know, she's in there. And then you got two directors that are also of color and you're canceling canceling this movie right here that's not going to look good from you know the white man that is david zaslov and alan horn i mean that's let's face it i made that joke when obviously when alan horn came back and i did my reaction to it and uh i think it was bloomberg that said like david zaslov is hiring too many white men i'm just saying the optics don't look too good they don't look too good and there's already they're already out there so then of course what else is going to get? Is something else going to get shelved? Everybody's looking at Blue Beetle. Obviously, when it comes to Black Adam and Shazam 2, those aren't going to be shelved because we already have trailers. They're already coming out this year. Definitely not going to happen. Um, so those two movies are fine. But is there going to be anything after those movies when it comes to those kind of you know sequels or anything like that? Nah, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Definitely not going to happen. So... Uh, thank you, Kat, for the uh, $10 super chat. Uh, keep it going, guys. Uh, so I'm just kind of looking at it like that. So the next one that is probably going to, if anything, that we on the chopping block, everybody's looking at Flash, of course. Every, everybody's looking at Flash because of the whole Ezra Miller thing and everything like that. But I'm here to tell you that would be even, that would be really stupid if they... If they got, if they shelved the Flash, that would be really ridiculous because not to mention, there's more money involved in the Flash for sure. And not to mention, I mean, that's the movie that's bringing Michael Keaton back and it's all crazy. And not to mention there's positive reviews. Yes, the thorn in that side is the whole Ezra Miller stuff. And I'm willing to bet that, uh, of course, Warner Brothers Discovery and probably Alan Horn's already been like uh, handling some stuff, already within, already has an office, already trying to make some decisions. Michael DeLuca, Pamela Abdi, of course, making these decisions, stuff like that. And the thorn in the Flash's side is all the controversy when it comes to Ezra Miller. Of course, yes. And it's like, how are you going to sell this movie? And how is that all going to be resolved? That is the next question when it comes to this. But you just can't shelve it. You just can't just throw that movie away. I mean, that budget is not going to... Way more than the Batgirl budget. So, and that was supposed to be theatrically released. And again, it was supposed to explain why Batgirl, I don't know. It's all pretty crazy when it comes to that. Obviously, Aquaman 2, they put, isn't this kind of weird? I mean, last week we got the whole Ben Affleck in Aquaman 2 thing. And that, of course, created a lot of hype. And then we got this. I mean, there's been more craziness. DC products are have been trending more outside of com, Comic-Con than at Comic-Con. Just kind of shows you that there is a problem here, for sure. There should have been all kind of buzz coming out of Comic-Con, but there really wasn't. I mean, people enjoyed the trailer, sure, but Jesus Christ. Talk about the next two weeks have just been crazy when it comes to news out of what's happening when it comes to DC films. Um, so yeah, the optics are not going to look good. And I know, and people who are saying that the flash are going to, is going to be, uh, canceled. That's ridiculous. They're not going to cancel the flash. There's no way they're not going to like cancel Aquaman too. There's no way that's going to happen when it comes to black Adam. Uh, let's face it though. DC super pets, not doing well at the box office. Guess what? J Dwayne Johnson, you don't have what you think you have. I get it. I love the enthusiasm. And I like, I really like J Dwayne Johnson. He's a good hype man, but guess what? I talked about this yesterday when I had my little rant about hiring high-level, high-profile actors and celebrities to voice these characters as opposed to just hiring a voice actor who could do better 
You're spending all your money on what? And you better believe that Zaslav and crew are going like, we spent all this money on Dwayne Johnson, Kevin Hart, and these guys right here in this movie. They didn't pull anything in. They didn't pull anything in. So you better believe that they're worried about Black Adam as well. If Black Adam probably, and I'm just going into their heads right here, and I, and I know we all hate it that, oh, yeah, these movies don't have to make a billion dollars. They don't have to make a billion dollars. But the sad fact of the matter is, is that what these guys are looking at? If Black Adam doesn't make a billion dollars, there's probably not going to be a Black Adam 2 or any expansion of that universe. Shazam doesn't make a billion dollars. There's not going to be a third Shazam. There's just not. And it's probably just going to be, that's it. We're done. We're done with that for right now. And then we'll see what happens. Wonder Woman 3. Do you guys actually think that's going to happen? I don't know. After Wonder Woman 84, I don't know. That's pretty interesting because we haven't really heard anything about that. I'm not sure if it's actually going to happen now. I don't know. Is there going to be anything outside of, uh, is there going to be an Aquaman 3? An Aquaman 3, is that going to be happening? There's so many questions out there when it comes to all this. And then, of course, we still have the whole Henry Cavill thing. And then, of course, we have Ben Affleck, that that buzz, and they see that buzz. They see the buzz with those two guys. Those two guys, I mean, there's still a lot of heavy buzz around those two, Ben Affleck and, and Henry Cavill. And I'm just thinking, like, all right, with everything that's happening and all this stuff, I mean, it almost sounds like the they, they want to hit that reboot button almost. We're like, hey, we're just going to like, nope, we're not going to do that. We're not going to do this. Should we just hit that reboot button possibly? I don't know. Should we just do that? Or if they get Henry Cavill back, a name back as Superman, build around him, which we've talked about too, is like, Obviously, if they bring Henry Cavill back, yes, it's a brick to the Snyderverse, but they're going to be like, all right, we had this, we had the origin story, we had his journey, and now we could build to something else. Are they going to do that? I don't know. It's all pretty crazy. But um, I wanted to bring up this little theory, though. What if, what if, guys, and I mean, I'm probably entirely wrong about this, entirely, entirely wrong about this. I need to hold something. I'm going to hold, uh, I'm going to hold this guy. Um, I might be entirely wrong about this, but what if Zaslav and crew are just playing 4D chess right now? Okay. What if they are just going, okay, we have this product. We have this little small movie that we're not really thrilled about. Test screening didn't really do that well. The test screenings didn't really do that well, but we have Michael Keaton in there. We have JK Simmons and we have a potential to like sell something here, but we don't know exactly how to sell it. All right. Well, let's tip the media and say that it's canceled. Let's see what happens when that happens. Tip the media. And just say like, oh, yeah, let's just say that it, uh, we're going to shelve it and see the reaction to it. Because what is happening right now, of course, is people, I mean, again, it's trending. It's trending like crazy. And now, I mean, I've already seen people that are going to start campaigning to release the Batgirl cut or something like that. I don't know. I've already been seeing that hashtag. So you get a bunch of people riled up. I mean, again, this just goes back to what happened before with the whole release of Snyder Cut campaign. I mean, my God. We started something there, folks. We started something there. And this could be just like, all right, how do we get more hype for the Batgirl movie? Well, let's just kind of tip the uh, the media and say that it's uh, canceled. But then again, it's like, how do you announce that it's not canceled? There's uh, Again, I'm just spitballing right here. I was just, as I w- when I got off work and I was thinking about this whole thing, I'm like, what if Mr. Zaslav is playing a little bit of 4D chess and going like, all right, yeah, yeah, put that out. Or even Alan Horn. Could be even Alan Horn. It's like, all right, let's not shelve this movie, but then let's see how people react to a possibility of shelving this movie. And then maybe there'll be enough to be like, all right, yes, we're going to, don't worry, 
we're going to put it out there. Don't worry. We're going to put it out there in theaters and see what happens. I don't know. Then again, this is just our little world right here. I mean, the general audience has no idea what is happening, of course. So you have that aspect of it, too. But I was just kind of going like, man, what if what if like they just keep this ruse happening right now and it builds up some momentum? I mean, for fuck's sake, when it came to hashtag it's Morbin time that warranted Sony to re-release Morbius in theaters for some reason. Of course, didn't work out, didn't work out. But I don't know. It almost seems like these studios are trying to really look at where they're licking their fingers and, you know, try to see, like, where's the wind blowing here? here? Where's the wind blowing? I don't know. But anyways, I don't know. I just kind of had that. What if they're doing because it just seems so ridiculous to cancel a movie that was almost complete. And then the optics do not look good at all. They don't look good at all. None of the optics look good when it comes to canceling this film. And then if you're going to cancel Blue Beetle, if you're waiting on Blue Beetle to see what that assembly cut looks like, let's see what's going on with that. And then you cancel Blue Beetle, optics don't look good again. The optics don't look good. But then again, maybe Zaslav don't give a shit. I don't know. Maybe Alan Horn doesn't give a shit. I don't know. The optics don't look good, but at the same time, it's almost like, man, what is happening here? And then, of course, I know, uh, obviously, the bad takes of like, oh, yeah, and like the, the people that are celebrating this, you know, the people, you know, uh, certain uh, that certain side of the fandom that is totally celebrating this or celebrating other filmmakers getting their movie taken away from them. Fuck you. Like, seriously, fuck you. I mean, what is have we not learned anything from the past? Have we not learned anything from the past five years? OK, I mean. Obviously, these two gentlemen who've been working on this movie for the last two years, you have Leslie Grace, who was getting a break of a lifetime. They're getting their movie taken away and you're going to celebrate it again. Fuck you. That's not what, what this was all about. OK, it's not it's not like they're canceling this and then just like, you know how even the optics will look bad when it comes to that. All right, we're going to cancel this and then we're going to, you know, we're going to bring Zack Snyder back to do, um, you know, the rest of the Snyderverse. I'm like, yeah, they're going to bring they're going to cancel these ones, these, you know, projects that have people of color involved. And they're going to bring, you know, Zack in to what, save everything. I mean, it's just that those optics don't look good either. And, and then at the same time, I'm like, all right, as much as I want Zach back and I want to see what, you know, the rest of the Snyderverse, man, do I want him back in this mess? Do we want him back in this mess? It's like, Jesus Christ. But at the same time, I'm like, when I'm seeing people celebrate that shit, don't do that. Don't do that. Okay. Don't. It's just, that's, have we, again, have we not learned anything from the past five years? It's not the way to do things. Not the way to put it out there like you're celebrating this because two filmmakers, two Friends who've made films have just, if, if this is all going to go through, they lost their film. A star who was like totally enthusiastic about doing it, being this character and, uh, you know, maybe catching a big break or something like that, lost this movie. You don't celebrate that shit. Not even, I mean, Zach being a filmmaker, he would not want anybody's movie taken away from him from a fucking studio. No, please don't do that. Do not celebrate this. It's crazy. And as much as we want that, the Snyderverse to come back, it's just in this kind of way, do we want it back in this way? Do we want it back where they're canceling movies that were already filmed and not complete to get it back? Is this how we want it? No, I don't think that's the, I don't think that's a way that we'd actually want this. And um, yeah, and uh, Mattia, if that's the way you want, man, I, I will lose all, I hope you're joking. I really hope you're joking. I really hope you're joking. 
And I'm sure you are. Please say you're hope joking. Yeah, you're joking. Anyways, yeah, so it's all pretty crazy. I don't know. We'll see what happens when it comes to all this. But, uh, yeah. Do we not uh, forget the constant bullying of Zach went through? They made fun of, uh, yeah, we don't, yeah, exactly. We, we haven't forgot that. So we don't need to be doing the same thing to these people. It's just, I mean, it's not like it's, what did they do? Exactly. What did they do? I'm celebrating F you, man. See, that's what's the problem with this shit. Those movies are not canceled. Yeah. It's postponed. Yeah. I don't think it's fully canceled. Could a uh, black Adam involvement in an Aquaman be what is shelving uh, a uh, Batgirl? Could a uh, new heads of Warner Brothers be wondering why Ben Affleck's Batman is in any of these movies? I don't know. It's all pretty crazy. Dave, the amount of uh, Justin Coles and Eric Davis uh, of the world saying how other studios are. Be- oh, yeah, that's another thing, too. Thank you, Sinfinity, for bringing that up. I know uh, Justin uh, Justin Crawls. He tweeted out that he got a me- he got uh, a phone call or something from another somebody from a studio and said, this is unprecedented. And like. This has never been done before. Nothing has, uh, this has never, at all the years of movie making, never has been the case of like something where a movie is almost complete and they fucking shelve it. It's weird, man. Can, uh, can't be released ever if it's a tax write-off. Yeah, I know. Oh, girl. But yeah, it's just don't blame the actress or anyone involved. Yeah. But, I mean, to work on something for two years, I mean, the hard work that goes on, and then they get the movie taken away, I mean, uh, yeah, just the people that are celebrating this because, I mean, I mean, obviously the people are celebrating. I mean, if you're celebrating it, I mean, you only want one thing. You don't care about anybody's feelings. That's what's so crazy about this. I mean, uh, as much as I want Zach to come back, I don't want Zach to come back to this mess. I still want him to continue uh, building his universes from the ground up. And then maybe, maybe like, you know, after he's done doing that, maybe when everything's cleaned up over here in this studio and everything's working like a, a finely tuned oiled machine, then have him come back. But right now, no. Why that? And not to mention, this is also going to be wreak a little bit of havoc um, for the air cut, too, by the way. I mean, if they're cutting so much stuff right now, cutting budgets and whatever, the air cut, I mean, that's going to be, even though it needs just, you know, doesn't need that much, they are pinching every penny. So you're celebrating them, you know, shelving a movie. It's like, do you really think that that, that they're just going to be like, yeah, we're going to take money and just throw it at a cut that, that a movie that came out? Six years ago, that's another thing you got to think about, too. You got to think about that as well. I mean, we're still going to push on, and there's still more things about the air cut that I want to talk about. We'll talk about on tomorrow's show, um, hopefully, if there's not some crazy big news. But, yeah, I mean, and we still want to campaign for it 100%. But at the same time, it's like you really got to think about all this logistically. You got to get in the mindset of some of this stuff. So, yeah, yeah. And then, of course, it kind of makes you wonder, too, is like, all right, what's going to be – Let's see. What did you say? Uh, thank you, Renak, for the uh, $2 Super Chat. I hope they informed cast and crew before this was public. I hope so, too. Uh, I heard one of the directors uh, got married over the weekend. Ouch. That's not good. I don't know if that's actually true. I just saw the tweet, and I went, oh, that's 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 no bueno. Uh, you get married, and all of a sudden you, uh, you find out that you lost your movie. Ugh. But, yeah, they should still release the haircut, and I really hope that... Uh, I really hope that maybe this is a ruse 
to build up some steam for it and maybe that something will actually come out where they actually respond and be like, no, no, we're still going to release this movie. We're not going to cut. We're not going to shelve any of the movies that are in production. We're going to release them, try to get them out there, see if they build some kind of audience. And then we'll see what happens in the future. I mean, obviously, there's not much that's going to be talked about. I mean, now now I question if DC fandom is actually going to be a thing this this year with this kind of controversy that's been happening. I don't know. It just kind of makes you wonder. We want Henry and uh, what'd you say? We want Henry and Ben as Batman and Superman, not those D-list actors. Wow. I mean, that's the thing. That's the thing. See, I know. I, I knew I was gonna get people in here that were gonna sound like absolute douchebags, but you know, it just happens. And thank you for the uh, uh, five-dollar super chat, Ratchet. Can you uh, address the HBO Max uh, is merging with Discovery and what that means for DC or HBO programming? I. I well, I know that they're going to be cu- cutting um, more of the. Uh, they're going to be cutting more of, of obviously the scripted stuff because it costs too much. And then Discovery, Discovery, Discovery Plus, I guess you could say. I guess is, you know, it's done much better than what HBO Max is doing, and so maybe it's going to merge. I don't know what it could be called if they're going to still call it HBO Max. I have no idea. <clears throat> I don't know what's going to be, if it's going to be called just Discovery Plus or Discovery Max or Discovery HBO. Hell, just call it the home box office. It's what it essentially is. Don't even call it HBO anymore. Call it the home box office. Just call it that. But it's probably going to merge together because I think Discovery, they I don't know, they're looking at the way that that's looking as opposed to HBO Max. I don't know. And when it comes to all this stuff, you're like, I mean, yeah, I mean, they still want to fill up the library. They still want to have stuff on there. Um, but of course they want to release it theatrically as well. None of this day and date shit anymore is going to be happening. So I don't know. They're still going to, I don't, I don't know exactly what's going to be happening. Obviously Thursday, there's going to be, uh, the quarter two, whatever conference that's going to be happening. I know, uh, I know good old, uh, she was tweeting out stuff today. Yeah, I get that. You know, Chris Wong already, uh, put out a video, put out his video. Yeah, sure he did. Good. You got to get on top of that stuff, man. So, but uh, why would Zach come back to him? I know exactly. But you can't tell some of these people that you can't tell some of these people that they're only thinking about what they want to see. That's what's so sad. And then they they're glad that people, all the hard work that they put into a movie got taken away from them. You know, and it's just sad. I just fucking hate that. It's like, come on, can we can we be better? (laughs) Can we be better here, folks? Okay, you know. Uh, Zach being a fellow filmmaker, he wouldn't want that on anybody, but you know, but I have to have what I want and what I want is this, not that. And I'm so happy about this. Jesus Christ. Tell you what, no, that's just the way that's, that's the way this is not the way that it should, that if we're going to get the Snyderverse because of this, that's kind of a slimy way of doing it. And I don't even think Zach would be like, are you kidding me? You canceled movies. So then I can come back. Fuck that. He would say that he wouldn't want to come back. After people got their movies canceled while they were in post-production? That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. No, 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 no. <clears throat> it's not right, man. It's not right. Not right. It's definitely not right. Cancel Black Adam. They're not going to cancel Black Adam, but uh, there's not going to be anything more when it comes to Black Adam. I mean, DC Super Pets, it, it didn't do well. I mean, it underperformed. It really did. And it had Dwayne Johnson's name all over it, and it didn't do well. Dwayne Johnson just doesn't have that pull. He doesn't have that pull that, you know, sadly that we all thought maybe that he had at one point, but he, he just doesn't have it. 
He doesn't have it. He's a good hype man or whatever. He's going to have to start reconsidering some things. If he's not going to be doing any more Fast and Furious movies, and he's not going to be able to do any DC movies, and I don't know, I guess they might be doing another Jumanji movie. Other than that, it's like, dude, you're running out of franchises, man. <laughs> Sorry to say. I don't know. And it sucks, too, because I enjoyed DC Super Pets. I did. I, but I, at the same time, I wish it wasn't Dwayne Johnson voicing crypto. Just me. Just me right there. So, yeah, there's probably not going to be it. But, but don't be surprised, guys. Don't be surprised. And everybody who's thinking that they're going to get what they want out of this, don't be surprised if they, again, just decide to hit that reboot button after the flash. They do that. The flash becomes like the last little thing. And then they just go, all right, boop. Let's just start freaking over. Okay, and anybody who thinks Matt Reeves is safe, he's also not safe. You better believe that Matt Reeves is also not safe. Again, because these guys are thinking way too high, and they're thinking billion, and the Batman didn't, which sucks. It still was profitable and everything like that. But Matt Reeves, if he's going to be doing a a second Batman movie, guess what? He's going to have to do it probably with a lesser budget than he had with the first Batman movie. I wouldn't be surprised. If Matt Reeves has to do the sequel to the Batman with a less budget, which is usually not the case. Usually you get more of a budget when it comes to the sequel. So Matt Reeves probably not safe either from what I've gathered, which is which sucks because I love that movie. And I want to see what he could do when it comes to the bad first. But man, but obviously what they are wanting right now, and especially bringing Alan Horn back and then eventually getting whatever this DC head's going to be, they want a cohesive, like, joined universe crossovers and team-ups and all this kind of stuff. That's just what happens. Thank you for the uh, $5 super chat. Kava Kivon Merrill. Uh, is it possible they put Superman in Black Adam at this point? What about Shazam crossover? Nope. I, I know. I mean, we all want that, and maybe that's going to boost up that. I mean, we're all waiting to hear that. I mean, obviously, with the whole Ben Affleck news, and like I said at the beginning of this whole spiel talking about this, is the fact that Ben Affleck and, uh, and Henry Cavill, I mean, people are still, they're still in high demand to play these roles, for sure. But then, of course, you still have to... What, what, what happens when it comes to everything else? I mean, obviously, they could fire Walter Hamada and then apologize to Ray, and hopefully maybe that could do something right there. Um, and then, but then again, it's like, what's happening with Wonder Woman 3? You haven't heard shit from that. Everything's been quiet about that. Is there going to be an Aquaman 3? I don't know. I mean, there's, and then, of course, the Hezra Miller thing is a problem as well. There's all kinds of things that are happening with this. Um, but... I don't know. We just got to kind of wait and see what happens because part of me thinks that this is just a ruse to get to get it all trending and get the hype up because now people are like, because it's fucked up. It's fucked up. No matter how you put it, no matter what side of the aisle you're on, it's fucked up. It's fucked up that they've worked on this project for the past two years or so and it was almost to completion and then it just gets thrown on the shelf. That's fucked up. It's fucked up. It's not a way that I'd want to get uh, anything back. I mean, it's just kind of fucked up. And if they do that with Blue Beetle, it should be fucked up too. Man. Yeah. Hardworking people, man. Working on this stuff. Uh, Keltrick. Just hard reboot the main universe. I'm sick of hashtags. I'm sick of divided fandom. Sick of the drama. I'm sick of still talking about Zach, who's clearly happy. Just reboot. I mean, you might get your wish if this, I don't know. You might get your wish. We'll see what happens. 
Ryan, I've heard uh, some people say maybe Batgirl sucks, and maybe it does, but don't kill this at this point. It deserves a uh, to have life, and uh, no matter. Yes, exactly. Wayne Tech wasn't Rock's fault. Uh, not many people wanted a silly talking pets movie, and not insulting the premise. They just weren't ready. Uh, ready uh, reading the room. The Batman was good, but it goes away. Um, okay. Yeah, I know. I'm not fully blaming The Rock, but the only time, the only thing that I was blaming The Rock for was taking so much goddamn money out of the budget. That's the thing. Thank you guys for, uh, uh, for the, um, yeah, I think the Joker movie's fine. Don't worry about that, Ryan. But, uh, yeah, I don't fully blame The Rock, but it's just, he, he got, it's like they just, they just sent so much money over to him. It really does feel like everything is getting a reboot. Yeah, I know, DJ. It really does. It's starting to really feel like that. So, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, we just got to play everything by ear, but we can't just start going, you know, don't start dancing in the streets. Don't don't uh, don't think uh, that this is just something that's going to lead to something else. I mean, it could eventually just hit that button, but I guess we'll see. Thank you. New subscriber Juju's Anime Corner. Uh, uh, yeah, thank you for the, 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 the super chat. Yeah, I don't want I really don't want to have like everything fully rebooted. I was really hoping that they were going to bring Cavill. I want them to bring Cavill back and build what we always say. You got to get Superman's house in order before you expand the universe. So get Superman's house in order first. And I want Cavill to come back. And it, does that mean that every you know that the whole thing gets rebooted? No, it would mean like there's still a chunk there. You still have backstory there and then build off of off of him you can even i mean obviously they're gonna they have to do something about other characters you, i mean you better believe that green lantern series is not fucking happening that thing is not that thing is definitely shelved for sure that is not happening because that movie that that series and movie would have been fucking three times as much as blue beetle and batgirl put together probably i don't know i'm, I'm over exaggerating of course but yeah you better believe that that stuff's not definitely happening but let's move on to the next topic, which I know is, um, you know, Michael Keaton. Uh, now that it seems like one of his Batman um, appearances might be taken away from us here. But apparently, you know, he was in it not all that much, of course. And uh, it wasn't it wasn't really even like a uh, what we kind of feared. Apparently, it's not going to I don't think it was actually going to be like a Batgirl, a Batgirl beyond scenario. If anything, they should give him a Batman beyond fucking movie. That's for damn sure. But uh, we have this article right here. Uh, this came over the weekend, or actually Monday, where uh, Variety was talking about why Michael Keaton hasn't watched any Batman movies through the years, and then of course why coming back um, as Batman. So the last time Michael Keaton put on the Batman suit was in 1992 for the Batman sequel, Batman Returns. Now, 30 years later, he's returning as the Cape Crusader for the Flash. Something he said he'd never do unless. There was a real reason to do so. It turns out the reason is not a complicated one. It seemed fun. I was curious what it would be like after this many years. Not so much me doing it, obviously, some of that. But I was just curious about it. Weirdly, socially, this whole thing is gigantic. They have this entirely own, this entire, they have their entirely own world. So I like, so I like to look at it as an outsider thinking, holy moly. That's right, guys. He said, holy moly. I know people don't believe this, but I've never seen an entire version of any of those movies, any Marvel movie, any other. So he's talking about Marvel and even Batman movies. I don't 
Uh, and I don't say that. I don't watch that because I'm highbrow. Trust me. That's not, uh, it's not that, he explains. It's just that there's very little things I watch. I start watching something and I think... Uh, it is great, and I watched three episodes, but I have other shit to do. I love how he said, holy moly, but then he says, I have other shit to do. He notes of the Flash movie, the writing was actually really good. So I thought, why not? It's cool to drop in, and I'm curious to see if I can pull it off. But without watching uh, the, the many Batman universe move films that have come out over the last 30 years, there was some confusion, he admits, when, he, uh, when we remind him, of just how much Batman and Bruce Wayne has changed through the years, he briefly pauses and smirks before responding, not mine. That's right, not mine. So there you go. Michael Keaton talking about that. And then it's just like, wow. Yeesh. That's another thing, too. It's like, I know people, there's a hate train that happens when it comes to Michael Keaton's Batman. And, you know, the people that kept on saying, like, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, he's going to be the new Batman in the DCU. Now, he was going to be the new Batman in this crazy multiverse story. That's it. He wasn't going to be the Batman uh, in the DCU because uh, Ben Affleck was still going to be the Batman in the DCU. This Snyderverse, whatever the fuck. But then, of course, it was going to change timelines and go to this weird uh, other timeline with this multiverse concept. And then you're going to have Michael Keaton as the old man of that. But he wasn't going to he wasn't going to be in like 10 fucking films. My God. When people kept on talking about that, I was like, Jesus Christ, do you guys not understand the concept of what they're trying to do here? Maybe it's because I, I, I don't know, I kind of understood and talked to actual people that were making the film. But people couldn't seem to like not really want to understand that concept because it's it's Batfleck or nothing. It's, but it's like, all right, so what's going to happen when they, all right, I don't know. I'm not going to, but anyway, so Michael Keaton, of course, I'm wearing the... Uh, the 89 Batman logo, but, uh, you know, I was, I'm looking forward to seeing what Michael Keaton does. It was a little confusing of like, okay, how is Batgirl going to work? But obviously the flash was going to explain that. And, uh, the far as I could tell, they, they're still going to be, of course, releasing the flash because they've put, they spent a lot of money on that one. So, all right, then we got David F. Sandberg. All right. David F. Sandberg, which, uh, you know, anybody who, of course, hates on him, you can kindly leave if you want to, because I know you, you, even though he's like the nicest guy in the world and he's a, a, a talented filmmaker, um, I know he's not making the stuff that you guys want to see, so it's fine. Um, but he made this video right here, and I'm not going to watch the whole thing. Go to uh, Pony Smasher, uh, his YouTube channel. And watch it. It's called Going to Comic-Con as an Introvert Filmmaker. And what I liked about this, what I liked about this uh, video right here is, uh, you know, I mean, as much as when you're working in entertainment, it's like, yeah, as much as you have to be an extrovert, obviously you got to be out there and talking and whatever. You know, let's face it. Sometimes you're a little introvert. I, I at times feel very introvert. I mean, for the most part, I'm extrovert. I will always gladly talk to people obviously i do this uh you know but obviously this is in the comfort of my own home i'm just looking at a camera right now and seeing scrolling stuff but you know there's always those times where you just kind of go yeah i just kind of want to stay home just want to stay home and watch something sit down and just relax and just stay inside and whatever the fuck you know we all kind of feel like that we all kind of feel like that thank you william while i don't even on what is it i while in feel awful you need, to, you need to slow down when you're typing there, William. For the filmmaker, Zaslav should be forced to go forward with anyone else's vision when he uh, paid uh, $46 billion. 
Yeah, I mean, you got a point there. You got a point. You definitely got a point. So thank you for that. But no, this video right here was actually I, I really uh, I, I suggest anybody see it because it just kind of shows you the madness of doing press, especially at a uh, at a Comic-Con. And he kind of talks about With that publicity. Yeah. After last time I was at Comic-Con, I read comments online asking, is David depressed? He looks depressed. And yeah, sometimes I am. But also when I'm next to people like Zachary Levi and Jack Dylan Gracer, who are very outgoing and spontaneous and funny, I can probably look a bit depressed in comparison. So after last Comic-Con, I was sent to a publicity coach. Publicity I had to see this coach. woman a few times who taught me a bunch of stuff. On the one hand, it was like, I know how I'm supposed to be. It's just <laughs> not me. Not but him. it was an interesting experience. Very interesting. So then, of course, he talks about the whole thing right there. And then, uh, you know, just do he documented the whole thing, which is great. questions that we can't answer. Come on. Of course, you want to see reactions to the trailer right away. So as you're going between interviews and photo shoots, you're constantly on your phone checking comments and Twitter and Reddit to see what people are saying. I love talking movies and filmmaking. This right but here. Doing press for a movie is a different thing. Yeah. Nobody has seen the movie yet, and you're just supposed to make people want to see it. Hey, we know that bald head. Um, this is why when I when I jumped on to when I did uh, when I actually did the whole press junket thing uh, for Mortal Kombat. This is why I decided I'm like I'm not gonna do that anymore because it's not fun. See, I like what David F. Samberg has to say right there. He likes to talk about movies, and he would like to talk about his movie with people that have seen it and break it down. Remember what happened after Army of the Dead came out? Who showed up on the vodka stream but other than the man himself who made it, Zack Snyder, and we talked about his movie. We talked about it. He stayed for over two hours because guess what? It wasn't him sitting in a chair talking about the movie and talking up about the movie for people that who have not seen it he was talking with fans about his movie. And I can guarantee you a lot of filmmakers probably feel the same way. This is what I like about my platform with the vodka stream. It's like, come on and let's talk about some. Sh let's talk about the work you're on right now and everything. So that's I really uh, uh, when he talked about that, I have I have a hot take that nobody is going to agree with. Shared universes have created vile and disgusting fan bases and has become stale. Days were so much better when the stuff stayed in their own worlds. There's a hot take right there. That's just me, though. Well, thank you for the, uh, the super chats there, Ryan. I get it. I definitely get it. But so back to this. So I, I really like that. And then there's like another thing I wanted to mention right here that I wanted to point out, because when it comes to like what's happening when it comes to Black Adam Shazam, it sounds like a long line of people from various outlets. See? And you go down the line talking this right to here. one by one. I, Half the time, I have no idea what I'm saying. Exactly. I'm just letting my mouth run. Sometimes I'll start answering a question, forget what the question was halfway through, and then just try to say something that sounds okay. Sometimes I'll read quotes of what I said Look, afterwards. Right and there. Be like, right there. So if we're wondering if David F. Sandberg has ever even talked to The Rock or anything like that, closest I've ever been to The Rock. Still haven't talked to him. Again, what are we doing here? Black Adam is the arch nemesis to Shazam. So the second Shazam movie that's coming out, the director has yet to even talk to Dwayne Johnson? What the shit? What is happening? <laughs> what are we doing here? I don't get it. Hey. 
It's ridiculous. Like, that's what I'm like, what? I mean, how are you going to do that? I mean, we're all thinking that there should be some kind of, I've been, I was saying it time and time again, I was like, you have the two movies that are within two months of each other. Why is there not a marketing plan to like have like a joint little marketing thing? Doesn't seem like that's the case. If the director directing the second movie has not talked to the star of the villain movie. That doesn't make sense. Ugh. Afterwards and be like, I said that. Yeah. And maybe you've seen those compilations of celebrities saying the same quote over and over again. Same quote over tour. and over again. That just sort of <laughs> too silly. Like put on this fun hat and do a dance for social media. So then it continues. Like, no, no, I'm not going to do that. Don't That's do just going to be awkward for everyone. Yes. Whose first IMDb credit is boy? So talking about all that. Hoorah! God, it's got to be training. And he even Arch talks about that. Rest my brain. So he talks about this too, where it's like, you just got to take a break from all this. I can understand. I mean, my God. Look at that. It's constant, constant. Especially as a director. Just drained. And then, of course, he like uh, talks about how tired he is. But, of course, he goes to a party late at... You know, a little uh, party for Entertainment Weekly or something like that. And you got to be there and just being an introvert. He's not a drinker, not all that stuff. But it's just, you know, it's just, I appreciate, this is why I love David F. Sandberg, you know? I just like, he, he seems like one of the nicest guys ever. He's a talented filmmaker. I've, I've enjoyed, I enjoyed Shazam. I enjoyed Annabelle. Um, ah, what was the other movie? God damn, I can't remember what the other movie is. Uh, Mama? I've kept I've from anyways good horror director and then of course you know looking forward to Shazam right here but anyways that's why I wanted to like go over that because it's just kind of cool to see like hey something through the eyes lights out uh, lights out thank you thank you that's what it was I don't know why I was thinking of uh, a totally different uh, title right there but no the guy's talented and it just goes to show you right here and then he even says like in this video as well it's like when it comes to the press tour that's even more exhausting because you're traveling all over the place and yeah, it just must get really tiring and draining just to do all that. So, but man, I tell you what, I mean, what, what is happening when it comes to Black Adam and Shazam? Nothing, apparently. Ryan, thank you for the, uh, the, the $5 super chat. Warner, uh, Warner Brothers, The Rock have more of a plan for uh, Black Adam to fight Superman, whoever, yeah, over actually fighting Shazam. And it's like, I have no problems with Black Adam fighting Superman, but can we have also, maybe there could be a, a, a three-way? I know. A three-way with Superman, Shazam, and Black Adam? Oh, no, I'm just kidding. Wow. I got a little uh, gross right there when I apologize. Not really. But, um, yeah, I'm okay with Superman. But let's get some Shazam in there, too. Huh? Maybe? Okay. And then lastly, to uh, go over to the uh, the other world that, that has their shit together, I guess. But they don't know how to exactly bring in the X-Men. Now, spoilers already if you haven't uh, watched Miss Marvel. It's been a little bit. But yes, it was revealed that she has a mutation in her. And that's what, how they're kind of like setting the foundation that she is a mutant. But apparently there was going to be something else that happened too because there was some uh, uh, concept. There was concept art at the AvengerCon that was going to have this image. Oops. It's going to have this image right here. Boop, like that. Somebody dressed up as Cyclops. So they had this concept of possibly, possibly 
introducing the X-Men in Miss Marvel's uh, universe as opposed to just her having a mutation is uh, the fact that there was going to be some cosplayer that was going to be taking a picture dressed up as Cyclops. Now, it probably wouldn't have made sense, so I could see why they scrapped it. But, uh, you know, but it's still, it's just, it's just amazing how many times that we're like, when are we going to get the uh, X-Men? When are we going to get mutants? What's going to happen? When are they going to introduce it? What are we doing? What are we doing? But, of course, I think there's some... You know, there's some legal shit, some logistics where they can't exactly do that because there's legacy contracts that happen with other studios with Fox. I don't know, but they own Fox. I don't know. I remember there was something else, too. What the hell happened to the background? There we go. <laughs> the background got a little messed up. The background was like paused from uh, from the naked gun thing. That's pretty funny. I don't know. But anyway, so there there was that. So there was almost like a uh, some cosplaying uh, X-Men costumes in Miss Marvel. All right, let's go ahead and get to the uh, Twitter questions. Okay, let's see what we got here. Man, there's going to be a lot of these today. All right, Eric. Dave, I got to say, it really looks to me like the Batgirl situation points to a change of the Flash ending. I predict uh, the reshoots are going to remove the whole flash creates a new timeline hence a no batgirl film with uh keaton bat simmons as uh gordon flashbacks what say you i don't want i mean if that means wiping out an entire film i I honestly don't want that i just don't uh yeah thank you scott i did read that claytalian uh do you think it's possible especially if they get some kind of tax write-off for batgirl that they replace ezra in the flash hence the delay and or repurpose the film into a crisis type event maybe add cavill's superman and more batfleck i mean again guys it just sounds like it's gonna be a frankenstein's monster of a movie i mean it's just gonna be a fucking mess that's the thing as much as i want more Snyderverse stuff and more Batfleck and some Henry Cavill Superman. It's just like you're going to take somebody's already completed vision and repurpose it. I mean, it's just going to it's not going to work out. We've been through this song and dance before. It's just going to be a fucking mess. That's why I just I can't see that happening. And then redoing it and taking Ezra out. I don't know how you're going to be able to do that. Tet Zed. Heed the words of Stephen Colbert, Colbert, or Colbert, Colbert. Which one are you talking about? I don't know if you're talking about the the the, the late night show host or my buddy with the really really long beard. Uh, Keaton may never appear in a DCEU movie. Yeah, that would be some shit if that happened. Uh, Mr. Uh, laugh now, cry later, Darren. If I'm not mistaken, wasn't the budget for the Batman a hundred million until COVID happened and it caused it to go up to two hundred million? Yeah. It, it got inflated, too. All the budgets got inflated. And now Zaslav is trying to get that money back. It's like, I don't know. Go fucking ask the virus to give you the money back. Lane, Zaslav just showed everyone that anything can happen moving forward. So let's, not, so let's stop with the behind-the-scenes all-knowing circus and buckle up for a brighter DC film's future. I can get, I can get with this. Because it's not like we know. It's not like I know. I hear things, of course, and I'll relay it to you guys, but I don't know what's happening. But at the same time, I'm just not liking the fact that of a celebrating a uh, canceling of a fucking film. But I'm still wondering where was the energy when Zach got axed back. I don't like that, though. Okay, Lane? I don't like that whole, where was this energy then? It was a whole different thing then. 
And guess what? We still won, and we still got the energy back, and Zach is doing better than ever, okay? Understandable. I was there back then, too. And, of course, defending the absolute shit out of Zack Snyder because he's one of my all-time favorite directors, sure. But at the same time, if we're going to do that thing where it's like, where was this energy there? It's like, okay, yes, it wasn't quite there like it is now. But guess what? We don't want the same thing. We don't want history to repeat itself. So let's not do that. Let's not look at it that way. <laughs> Uh, Dan Merrill, anyone following the WB Discovery merger shouldn't be shocked by this. This is textbook corporate maneuvering. Now David Zaslav doesn't either take the blame for a poorly received film or see credit for a good one. Go to uh, go to the previous regime, but he still gets the he still gets the label of canceling the movie. And in this society of, uh, you know, the way that everything, you know, that we look at things, it's not going to look good. Still not going to look good. What else did he say? This merger has been cutthroat since day one and will continue to be. I actually wouldn't be shocked if there was some restoration of, of Snyder versus Universe, Cavill or more. Yes, that's what we want is Cavill to at least come back. To make Zaslav look like the savior of the DC Universe, corporate mergers are ego-driven and always have been. Absolutely. Uh, Scott, odds of WB doing what they should have done in the first place and giving Keaton be, uh, Batman Beyond to save face. Yeah, they should have. They definitely should have. That's what, that's what I wanted. Ollie, I think they averted a Green Lantern situation where the brand is dead for a decade post-release. Birds of Prey writer wrote this too and lost money, $200 million. But Leslie and Sasha... Put Leslie and Sasha in Batman and Man of Steel 2 and spin off properly and make good money. You think Alan Horn had no say in this? Oh, I think Alan Horn had some say in this. I think he's already been saying some stuff. So, But uh, I do like your idea. You know, at least give Leslie Grace and Sasha, uh, you know, maybe a second chance. But Sasha's still going to be coming up in, um, in her stuff, so... In the current, yeah, the current state of Warner Brothers Discovery being the most hated studio by fans and creatives alike, deleting 30 minutes of uh, BVS, right? Um, EVM, do you think Blue Beetle could be uh, canceled as well? Yes, I do. It might be in trouble. CK, if the budget for Super Pets was $90 million, uh, then why does it look... Uh, look way uh, look way more cheaper way more cheaper than its proposed budget because most of the money went to Dwayne Johnson <laughs> uh, any new air news uh, tomorrow we're going to talk some air cut T.O. do you think Ben will be making his Batman film and using Batgirl maybe that's why they canceled this film and put more Batfleck in uh, Aquaman from what I gathered he still hasn't decided to make his bat film he's making that jordan's film marvel maniac so how's your day been it's actually been relatively okay for the most part could uh this be the beginning of even more axes and cancellations i'm thinking there may be more on the way there shouldn't be when it comes to stuff that's already completed steve do you think the flash will get axe as well no i don't think it will be i don't think it will be I got to say, it really looks like uh, to me that the back row situation points change. Oh, yeah, we already read that. Uh, Mike, yep, there's no doubt in my mind that The Flash is not coming out. Really? 
Regardless of whether or not the allegations against Miller are true or false, it's too risky for Warner Brothers to release the, that film with them in such a huge capacity. Sucks for Keaton. Maybe they'll give him Beyond as a sorry. I don't know if he actually would want to sign on for another movie after getting two movies canceled. Are you kidding me? Jesus Christ. No, I don't think they're going to cancel The Flash. I do not really. Yeah. Burt's. Dave, $70 million down the, down the drain. Meanwhile, Green Lantern and Justice League Dark characters are nowhere to be seen. Thoughts? Yeah, those aren't happening. Ronak, if the rumors are true, that, and it's huge if that if that this movie is uh, bad, I am glad that they just canceled it instead of becoming like Morbius. This DC drama is better than Marvel Phase 4. <laughs> wow. Better than Marvel Phase 4. Okay. Uh, Andrew Nathan. So, Dave, does uh, WBD recut the Flash and replace more of Keaton's scenes with Ben? No. <laughs> it would go against the concept of multiverse. Hi, guys. Is there a light? Hopefully, there'll be a little bit of a light at the end of this tunnel, this crazy little transition. Joy of Cinema. What Would this affect uh, the Suicide Squad and the Batman spinoffs? Yes. I don't even think we're going to get any more Suicide Squad spinoffs, to be honest. And that'll make somebody, some people happy. Uh, Andrew Casali, I'm a huge fan of Tim Burton's 1989 Batman, and I feel that, like, what's going on with Batgirl and maybe The Flash is wasting Michael Keaton's talents, who is a great Batman, in my opinion. I agree. Uh, and if he keeps up, and if this keeps up, we'll never work with uh, Warner Bros. ever again. This was like uh, what happened after Batman Returns. Yeah. And hopefully it doesn't. And one other thing, guys. One other thing, guys. One other thing that we uh, that people might not be thinking about. If Warner Brothers Discovery is just going to cancel someone's movie when it's almost complete, do you think other fucking filmmakers are going to want to come back and make movies when they know that that's out there? You ever think about that? Then Christopher Nolan's going to come back thinking that, oh, man, if I, you know, if I spend too much budget or the movie's not getting enough hype, they might just fucking put it on the shelf after I've worked on it for two and a half years. You think people, you know, you think other movie directors are looking at this news and being like, well, shit, and that's another thing. You know, going back to the whole, like, what does this look like with David Zaslav in Warner Brothers Discovery? It's like, okay, it's going to make it where people might not want to come back and make some films. So that's what's kind of weird, too. You know, it's like the image this puts out there is a little strange. It's a little strange. Uh, I don't, you don't want to set that, yeah, you really don't want to set that precedent right there, which, like, so that's another thing that people aren't considering is... If Warner Brothers Discovery, if Zaslav becomes like that guy who like will just like acts a movie post production, I don't think anybody's gonna want to actually make movies. You know, it's just that's the thing that you got to think about too, man. I tell you, uh, there's a lot of things to consider. <sighs> but at the same time, this all could be a ruse, guys. It could all be a ruse, and maybe they're just trying to build up some hype. And try to use like the drama that they have because like some people have said, some of this drama is even more, you know, there's it's even more um, tasteful than, uh, you know, it's got it's got a better taste than what Marvel is doing with phase five and six. It's like, yes, yes, we get it. There's seven more Avengers movies coming out. But have you seen the drama that's happening over at DC? Maybe that's something right there, too. Maybe they're utilizing that playing a little bit of 4D chess. I don't know. We have to be patient. More's definitely going to be coming. But right now, 
Don't celebrate somebody, filmmakers losing their movie. Don't celebrate a star, a, a rising, a, a possibly rising star losing her movie. Don't celebrate that. Okay. Don't, don't celebrate it. Um, but Hey, at the same time, we could just be like, okay, at least something is happening over there where maybe there could be some light at this crazy little tunnel because it was seeming like light was starting to make, we were starting to see some light. There's a little bit, a little glimmer, a little sparkle. And then now it's kind of going like, what the fuck is happening? It's all crazy. But, um, let's be, you know, I, I really hope that we get to still see this movie. I really do. I really do. I think every filmmaker deserves to get their stuff out and then and then it gets and then everybody watches it and then we judge for ourselves i i i don't like this whole thing of studios going oh that sucks get it get rid of it you know i really hope that that's the case anyways all right guys smash that like thumbs up i'm not going to do a, a a post show members only stream because this one's this stream has gone on for a long time we'll do it tomorrow so if you want to join that hit the join button become a member make sure you subscribe thank you for the new subscribers that i saw uh, chiming in right there. Thank you to the super chats, everything, guys. It's been great. Uh, and then, of course, smash that like thumbs up before you leave. And um, and yeah, we'll be talking about this, of course, <laughs> for the rest of the week for sure. It's gonna be crazy to see what happens tomorrow. But let's uh, keep our heads up because it is pretty nutty. But uh, yeah, do all that. Uh, follow me on the sock meds, everything that's around me, the Patreon. I've been and when I hear stuff from my buddy who works in the uh the industry i try to like relay it a little bit unless he tells me not to say anything of course but you know then i'll just tr i try to relay it, relay as much stuff on there so join the patreon if you want to get some uh some posts about stuff that's happening all right guys love you see you tomorrow same junkie time same junkie channel talk to you later